Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Gaur Premanandi Welcome. Good evening. Nice to be with you all again. So, last night we spoke a bit about uh, Krishna's suggestion, which turned into a a plan, (laughs) if you will, to uh, become a sadhu. And of course, this is uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is the uh, his lila is an extension of Krishna lila. In fact, the prakat lila, the manifest lila of Krishna, turned out to have some shortcomings for him that he's making up for, in uh, or attempting to in Gaur lila, through what is also sometimes referred to as his acharya lila. He's turned into an Acharya. So, this in particular, of course, refers to his uh, his uh, acceptance of the order of, of sannyas, which is frightening. Hmm. Frightening idea. Prabhupada said that when he had a dream, Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati Thakur came to him in a dream and said he should take sannyas, and he was frightened by the, by the idea. Now, you get a lot of these young men. Um, they're not all afraid of it. That's part of the problem. <laughs> Easier said than done. And not necessary, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu found reason uh, for it. And so let us discuss it a little bit. <clears throat> the um, It's mentioned in all of the... Uh, Biographical uh, texts, some of which we names of which we we mentioned last night. That uh, at a certain point in in Navadweep, where he appeared, um, and after he had begun to manifest his uh, uh, Vaishnavism, prior to that, he was. Nicknamed Nimai Pandit for his punditry, scholarship, and so forth, and, and uh, he was very, very famous for this, and had his own students. He was a Brahmin, so Brahmins are teachers. Hmm? But at some point, uh, in venturing out as a householder, Grihijana Shikshaka, Nasigula Nayaka, Bhakti Vinod says we sing that in the morning. Hmm? He was the perfect example of a householder. And Nasikula Nayaka, I like that one very much. He's the, he's the Nayaka <laughs> of the of the sannyasis. Nayaka is a, is a term that's used in Natya Shastra, of, I mean, the, the uh, uh, of Bharat, for example, the father, if you will, of Indian aesthetics. And Nayaka is a, is a hero, which means a someone very uh, desirable by the ladies, hmm? an ideal hero. <laughs> uh, there are, I forget how many, 94 different types of heroes, I think, something to that effect. And of course, if you put it all together, this is described in Ujjwal Nilmani, 
Krishna's the perfect hero. He's got all these these features. So you wouldn't typically refer to a sannyasi as a <laughs> the, when he's the hero of this among among the sannyasis. Uh, so. Um, He went, uh, ventured out to acquire some students uh, and so forth for the sake of his household uh, dharma as a Brahmin teacher and to uh, East Bengal, which, now, which is now East Bengal. And there he met again Ishwar Puri, whom he had met earlier, of course, in Navadweep when, when the, the uh, uh, Puripad came to to that area. He was, he was hosted by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nimai Pandit. The Pandit reviewed his book upon um, Ishwar Puri's request. Hmm. And because he was such a famous Pandit, he asked him to look it over and see if there's any editorial comments that you would like to make, which Mahaprabhu at first resisted because he, he said, you're a Vaishnava and uh, there can't be any fault in one who loves Krishna and tries to express that, even if there is from another grammatical point of view or even a logical point of view, you could say, um, a, a fault, uh, a mistake. Baba Grahijanardana. This is a, a phrase that's um, really kind of central to uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavism. It means that Krishna accepts the the spirit of the offering, the feeling of the offering. <clears throat> Even if you say it wrong, mispronunciation, um, he'll say, I think you meant that, right? And this, of course, is the, uh, the high end of the um, spectrum of religious or spiritual uh, possibilities, ideals, uh, 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 participation in, whereas the low end we call the uh, the Dharma Marg or the Karma Marg, the the path of licensed uh, material acquisition, because material acquisition is to take. So if you're going to take, well, and not be called a thief, you need to have some kind of uh, license for that, right? Mm-hmm. So. The scriptures give a license. You can take, but then you know you have to give this back, or you have to do it in this way, or only at this time. There's a there's a there's a way, for example, for um, taking from the animal kingdom for one's own sustenance, eating meat. And uh, so, if you want to do that, it said, well, on a dark moon night, you have to go at midnight and uh, sacrifice the goat and whisper this mantra into the goat's ear mamsa me you me me you you me and what it means is i'm eating you and as a result of that you're going to be allowed to eat me i don't know how many times you're going to do that before you start thinking (laughs) this may not be such a good idea Right, but there's a license for it. So there's a way to do it, right? And, of course, in this lower end, if you will, where acquisition, which is really, in a way, against our interest, 
less is more, giving is the receiving, and so forth. But, well, you have to start somewhere, right? Like I said, moral life is like to be within a cage, kind of coming out of animality into into the human uh, realm. First we put you in a cage. Take, say, say please, like you do for your children. Say please. <coughs> okay, now say thank you. Okay. So some gratitude, some recognition that beyond our own uh, individual or even human collective capacity, we're dependent hmm, for our sustenance, for our uh, happy life. We're dependent upon the sun to see, and among other things, to have a, a nice day hmm, in the mind, right? And other, obviously, aspects of, of nature. And so the Hindus, they are, have a venerable attitude towards nature. It's said that if you love someone, Grover Cleveland, they will tell you all their secrets. Hmm? So what is the secret that nature has? The secret that nature has is that she has a soul. And it's you. It's us. In other words, nature as we know it, the world, consists of what's out there and Who's asking the question? A quantitative and a qualitative, an objective, outer and inner, subjective uh, content. Uh, uh, these two are, you, you, can't, you cannot really have one without another. In a broad sense, this has sometimes been applied to uh, this, this uh, truth to the um, metaphysic of Chaitanya Vaishnavism, um, achintiveda veda tattva, uh, the subjective and the objective, you can't have one without the other. Hmm. They're interpenetrating. Hmm. So, at any rate, um, the low end is a license for taking because in in the, in, the, in the less complex forms of life, well, you just you just take. If you if if she looks good, you just jump on her. Hmm? Now, if you do that in downtown uh, Carborough, they, they won't. As a human being, that that's won't be allowed and it's in, inappropriate. And, and but um, but in the animal kingdom, it's it's, it's not an issue, right? Hmm? So we have some freedoms in, in human life and we have some responsibilities that go with it. If we don't recognize those, then we can descend. And that's not the idea of the avatar <laughs> descending that we talked about the other day. <laughs> no, not like that. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, so in that realm, the karmic realm, it, it, and this is, of course, a universal principle that I'm speaking about. I mean, it's uh, termed as such uh, within Hinduism, and it's the idea is very much developed and so forth, but we can see it across the board, uh, inter, uh, cross-culturally, different, all different religious traditions have the same... You have a religious orientation, you have a spiritual orientation, you have a religious orientation that, it, that it's all about getting, but asking for it, saying please, please, hmm? 
but, but it's about getting. So at least if you say please, okay, we're getting somewhere. Hmm? We got you to say please, we're, we're getting somewhere. Just show, to recognize, acknowledge your dependence. Then say thank you, show gratitude. Okay. Hmm? This is what we call, you know, a human life. If you have a couple of pets, a couple of dogs, and you're not going to see one of them say, you go first, no you. Yeah. When we, you know, when we were dining at the table and and then Namadra um, says, there's one extra piece of pizza. Who would like it? Nobody wants to say anything. <laughs> Although everybody wants it. <laughs> so, at any rate, it, it, what, what Hinduism does is then they, they, they hone this whole, you know, this reality hmm, in such a way through, through, as I say, very strict and comprehensive adherence to an, a, an abundance, an overwhelming number of injunctions hmm, that really the sum and substance of which are uh, showing gratitude to nature, revering nature, recognizing our dependence, as I say, developing uh, a sense of of, of gratitude, approaching nature with uh, you know some some love anyway. Hmm? I love you if you'll give me something. I mean it's something, but in this realm, there uh, uh, or this end of the religious spectrum, there are uh, so many rules. And so as I said the other day, where there's rules, well to that extent love is absent. Where there's love, to that extent, there are no rules. Hmm? There's no other. <laughs> There's no other. And I don't mean that in, in the Dwayton sense of the term, right? Hmm. Hmm. This is our idea of kaivalya, hmm. kaivalya, oneness, hmm. the oneness in love. So if in the karma marg, the path of karma, you don't do it right, then you don't get the result. And as I'm saying, get back to our main point, in higher end, in the Ragmarg, and what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is, in terms of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's dispensation, even if you say it wrong, even if you do it wrong, hmm, but your heart is in the right place, that's what he accepts. There's a famous story in this regard in the Mahabharata of... Uh, when Krishna was invited to Hastinapur by uh, Duryodhan, who was presiding at the time, for a royal feast. Hmm? And so he arrived there, and there were trumpets and drums celebrating his uh, his arrival and uh, uh, escorts ready to bring him <coughs> to, to the palace uh, where he would dine. And he ignored it all hmm? and went to the house of Vidura and Vidura it, it was a sadhu hmm? um, and um, comparatively living very very simply hmm? and he was out of the house at the time but his wife was present hmm? and suddenly Prince Krishna I mean this is Krishna in his princely Leela appears in her house. I mean, 
she can't even go into the you know the king's palace herself practically she's a citizen there but i mean you know you can't just walk into the white house and say get out you know or whatever like those other people did <laughs> thank god you can't do that but uh, uh, they uh, uh, so there's christians come to her house and he says i'm hungry and she's thinking well you know there's a huge feast over there, a royal you know, feast is being prepared. So I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. He's not my devotee either. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, I, I don't have anything. And he said, well, there, there, there's, there's some bananas. Give me the bananas. So she said, such bliss and ecstasy that she peeled the bananas and gave him the peels and threw away the bananas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, the fact that Krishna had not gone with the... Uh, entourage that was sent to re- receive him and it was determined that, that he had gone to Vidura's house well Nard and Vidura went to the house and to their surprise there was Krishna eating eating the, eating the peels <laughs> and yet Vidura that's what Vidura said look at this he's at my house uh, and and he's he's accepting an offering of bananas and uh, and Nard said yeah and he's eating the peels incredible hmm so she did it wrong, but she did it right. <laughs> she had her heart in the right place. Hmm. Baba Grahi Janardhan, how did we get there? We don't have Maharaj to help me. You're talking about he had read Ishwar Puri's book. So right, so Ishwar Puri's book, right, thank you. So Ishwar Puri's book, he said, I, you know, what, what can I, even if you say it wrong, even if you wrote it wrong, even if there's a grammatical mistake, there can be no mistake because you're a devotee. Hmm? And uh, there's a little more to the story, but anyway, this is how he first met Ishwar Puri. And then when he went to East Bengal, he had a, a spiritual epiphany there in in Gaya, and um, where there's a famous imprint of Vishnu's uh, footprints that are worshipped. And he had a, uh, underwent a transformation. Subsequently, he again met Ishwar Puri and accepted... Um, initiation from him. Hmm? Then when he returned uh, to Nadia, he was uh, uh, completely transformed. Hmm? Previously he was, uh, as I said, a pundit, very clever, very wise, had students, um, everybody loved him. I mean, everybody in Nadia loved him. And and he was extremely handsome, hmm? handsome, charming, hmm? uh, all good qualities. The only people I should say that that had a, took some uh, objected to him were the Vaishnavas, because they said he's such a qualified person, and they 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 didn't say it out loud, but I like him so much. But he's He's wasting his life. He's not following the Dharma, you know. Of, of uh, he's just uh, wasting his time with uh, pundit, uh, pundit, pundit, punditry. Let's say, okay, hmm. wasting his time with this. So when he came back, now expressing himself as a Vaishnava, and as a Vaishnava that he that was so extraordinary in in his absorption in Krishna that it caused them to think at times maybe he is Krishna. I mean, his Vaishnavism is such that, that he seems to be able to give Krishna to people. 
Hmm. And Krishna Prem to people. Who, so maybe he is, and of course, he is Krishna. So this this is um, the section then of the Prakat Leela that really concerns us. I mean, the, prior to that, it's charming also. His youth, his uh, boyhood, uh, uh, and, and, and whatnot. But when he becomes a Vaishnav... This is the this is we talked the other day of, of the section Prakash of Krishna Leela, which is our focus where we would like to enter into a typical day of Krishna. In the Prakat Leela, the manifest Leela, Krishna takes birth. He grows up and um, he becomes a cowherder. He falls in love. Um, he goes to Mathura. Stop! Don't go to Mathura. Hmm? He's now a Kishore, an adolescent. And in the course of passing through his childhood and boyhood, reaching his adolescence, the place of pastimes has been fully developed. Radhakund has been developed, that Leela has taken place, Shamkund, Govindakund, the Govardhan Leela, and so on and so forth. And there are, so these, these bring memories, and these are favorite haunts to revisit, and so forth. So fully developed for Sakyras and Madhuri Rasa. Hmm? So stop the film right there. Stop the drama. And and meanwhile, the, as I said, the principal assassins of of comms have already been dealt with, right? Just one handed, without without trying. They fell over themselves practically. <laughs> Just seeing Krishna. And so comms is still there, but he's he's kind of a distant uh, figure. Uh, there are rumors about him, and so so we stop there, and and this is where we want to to to, to enter. So where will we enter, in terms of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's lila? Of course, now we're talking about the Prakat lila. We have to start it somewhere and stop it somewhere, and take that Prakash, that section, hmm? and because our destination is that we will, well, live in Vrindavan, and worship in Navadvip. And now the living, we'll call it the sadhya, the attainment. And the worship is the sadhana. But the two are the same in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? Hmm. So we have to, if we're going to eternally live in Vrindavan, we have to have some place where we're eternally serving <laughs> that ideal also. So that is the nitya, if you will, nitya Navadvip, the apricot Navadvip. Hmm? So, there in that section, in, in, in that uppercut, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will be as a, as a, as a, as a young Vaishnav. Hmm? Right? Doing Sankirtan and, and bathing in the Ganga, hmm? uh, leading a life uh, uh, of, of of Krishna Bhakti into the wee hours, chanting at Shiva Sangam and so forth. And so, in the Prakat Leela, the manifest Leela, we have to wait now until Nityananda Prabhu arrives. In our time, that was about July of uh, fifteen, I think fifteen, fifteen o eight, and about. 
eight months later in 1509, around just a little before this time, like February, January, February, what happened? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took sannyas. It's a short period, but it's, that will last forever, basically. Navadweep is, everything's in place now. Nityananda Prabhu has arrived, all the principal players are there, and it's time just to do Sankirtan, and, and life is perfect. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is going to leave. You can imagine, in the Prakat Leela, what a, an earthquake this was in, this, in, the, in, the, in the Sangha. I mean, things could not have been more perfect. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had a beautiful wife, his mother was happy, every, everyone. And only, of course, Jagannath Mishra left. Now that we have to talk about. There's a reason for that. This is in the Prakat Leela, of course, he'll be there. In the Aprakat Leela, that's the father of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You may, well, just want to go into it for a moment here. The Mahaprabhu's leaving Nadia and taking sannyas corresponds with Krishna's leela, where Krishna leaves Vrindavan and goes to Mathura. Who took him there? Krishna. Akura. I think Akura must have appeared as the barber in Katwa, who shaved Mahaprabhu's head for taking sannyas. Not a popular fellow. <laughs> so, um, so we want Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in 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 in, in Navadweep. We don't want him to take sannyas. Hmm? But uh, then again, we do. Hmm? Because we 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 will not have the opportunity to enter in there and appreciate these things and the feelings of those devotees who are left to weep for us by extension as they wept for him, understanding his purpose and his his compassion uh, that uh, drove him externally hmm, to accept the renounced order leave Navadweep, and internally he had a reason for it, which we discussed the other day. This is interesting, isn't it? Sriman Mahaprabhu Kidyai. So there's a section of the Leela hmm, that we want to enter into. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu will never leave. Hmm. Everyone's there. Hmm. And all of the things that could happen if you chant once if you uh, worship the deity once, if you make an offering, uh, that uh, these things are mentioned, very powerful angas, limbs of bhakti. Hmm? And, of course, we do them and they don't always happen. But the point of this is that they have happened. They have the power. So, just once doing, it has happened. We know that. There are, uh, when Rupa Goswami gives his because he gives examples of them. It happened, it happened, it happened. Hmm? So, we, what we do then is we try to embrace all of them and do all of them as much as we can, <laughs> that it will happen. And it will. 
Hmm? But there, my point is, in Navarip, it happens every time. Hmm? Once chanting and uh, all the sattvika bhavs will manifest and so forth. And so it's just a, it's as much a realm, obviously, of ecstasy as is Golok. Uh, um, well, it's in the same place. We'll get to that. As is Krishna Lila. Hmm? And there, of course, our our swarup, our bhav, will be dasya bhakti. Hmm? Dasya bhakti for gore, that will beget um, sakya or madhuryaras for Krishna. Hmm? And that, uh, and now I should mention that that dasyaras is like the dasyaras of Vrindavan. Hmm? Not like the Dasiras of Baikuntha, which is full of reverence and, and so forth. It's it's touched with with uh, with sakya, with friendship. Hmm? Hmm. So it's an intimate realm. Chaitanya hmm? <clears throat> Mahaprabhu in the Prakatli, let's say he came back from Navadweep. Or from from East Bengal, he became a Vaishnav to the joy of everyone, and then we come to this point that one day, while teaching some students, and his teaching had changed, hmm, he taught every word in Sanskrit means Krishna. Hmm? You can imagine how he taught, what that teaching was like. Was like. <laughs> hmm? And one of the students, by the arrangement of Yoga Maya, happened to come upon him one day, and there he was chanting Gopi, 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 Gopi. And uh, by the arrangement of Yoga Maya, that student uh, didn't understand what what he was talking about, what he was doing, what, uh, and he seemed o- oblivious. To his students, and um, now this is a very uh, significant point. Mm-hmm. What Mahaprabhu, what, what it, one of the things, important things that it tells us is that Mahaprabhu was relishing Gopi Bhava in Navadweep. He thought he had to go all the way to Jagannath Puri, right? And enter into his Antilila and so forth. Hmm? He's experiencing it in Navadweep. This is why I'm saying to you, this Navadweep hmm, is full and complete. Hmm? Hmm. Mahaprabhu has not yet, at this time, taken up his role as a teacher or as a sadhu, per se. I mean, he's a devotee, but sadhu means... What? Well, he looks different than everybody else. She looks different. When I first went to Cal- to uh, uh, to India, I remember coming into Calcutta. This was like 1973 or something like that. And it was just a sea, Calcutta streets, a sea of white dhotis. Men, you know, out doing business and buying and selling. And just, uh, you would never see any pant shirt, as they would say. No pant shirt. <laughs> Everybody in a white dhoti. Now you can imagine if somebody walked through there with a with saffron, they would just stand out like anything. And would get out of the way, you know. What's that, you know, and so forth. So this uh, was 
is in order that if it's properly understood, it generates uh, respect. It's a, it's a, it has a uniform to it, right? That that you can identify the the sannyasin and uh, and uh, so the the very order itself serves to create a teaching moment. Now, if we get enough abuse of this by those young guys I mentioned earlier, <laughs> it can do just the opposite. Like, oh, sannyasis come, I'm not going to be there for sure. That's not good. And we should try to correct that by not giving sannyas to anybody, probably. But, yeah. No, not too soon. But Mahaprabhu, in his time, then, he thought, in Navadvip, I have a mission. Hmm? And in order to teach it, I need to create a teaching moment. If I adorn myself as a sannyasi and so forth, then automatically a preaching moment will be initiated. When he came to Puri as a sannyasi, immediately Sarvabhoma was... Of course, Sarbhuma was going to teach him, but for, but he created a teaching moment just by being there at first, hmm? as a sannyasin. Hmm? So this is a strategy on the part of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? But the point I'm making, before we go on with, with, with the, into his sannyas, uh, per se, is that he was tasting Gopi Bhav in Navadweep. Navadweep is the goal, not Jagannath Puri. We don't go to Goloka and try to go to Jagannath Puri. Jagannath Puri is teaching us, the leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is a sannyasi, teaching us how to enter into Navadvip, how to enter into the courtyard of Srivas Thakur, have the gates opened, welcomed in, perform kirtan, and Mahaprabhu would say, and you are my such and such gopa, such and such gopi, just see, see me, I am Krishna, see you. Everything. This is... We want to enter into the Prakat Leela in order to, because it's a portal to the Aprakat Leela. But there are two Prakat Leelas. There's the Krishna Prakat Leela, which is the mytho-historical period, if you will. And then we have our historical period and our historical avatar, the real avatar. <laughs> and there's real problems with history as a science in terms of arriving at a conclusive truth. But... Um, but it has some merits, nonetheless. Mahabharata was a historical figure, by our modern terms, and an avatar. We talked about this at length the other day. And he has a Prakat Leela. And you're going to enter... And we are in the extension of that Prakat Leela, ourselves. You can wonder, how will I go there? You have to look a little closer. But to take birth there... As, 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 a, as a young Brahmin. Hmm. Um, this can, you can make this your, your ideal, hmm. and you'll be very successful. Of course, the idea, Siddharmarsh used to say, if you come from Navadweep at the gates, and they say, where are you coming from? He said, I'm coming from Navadweep. Oh, let him in right away. Open the door. Hmm. <laughs> the Peter and Paul there of, uh, of Gautya Vaishnavism. <laughs> so, so, in 
it's described, and I think we mentioned it the other day, maybe in one of our readings, um, uh, the uh, extended, uh, kind of gave it an extended um, poetic uh, explanation of the, the, the yantra described in Brahma Samhita, the Gopal, Gopal yantra that, uh, um, in which there's a square and a hexagon and a lotus, and the center of the lotus is called Gokul. Hmm? Gokul. The square is called Sweta Dweep. Sweta Dweep means white island, hmm? or pure. Dweep means island. Hmm? Sweta Dweep. And in Swe- outside of the, s- the center of the whirl of the uh, the lotus, that Sweta Dweep is called Golok also, whereas the center of the lotus is called Gokul. Hmm? Gokul is a, is a more intimate name. Golok means planet of the cows. Hmm? Hmm? Gokul means like cows in the family. Hmm? Yeah, where, where, we, where the cow can sleep in the house if it just get cold and mm-hmm. help us to stay warm. Gokul. So outside of Gokul, there in Golok, there are other possibilities. So some sampradayas they'll have their aim for for that section in Svetadweep. For example, you can find in the outer regions of Svetadweep, Sakya, Radha and Krishna married, Lila. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the world of the lotus, there's this Parakya. And this is, of course, our focus. Because that whirl of the lotus, that center, really corresponds fully in terms of the bhava, the feeling, with the the prakat, the manifest lila on earth, which is the portal. Hmm? So, where are we going? Hmm? If, we, if we're living in Vrindavan in our minds, as we were taught, well, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> you've got, you've gone there. It's, it's, so. Um, now, that said, in Chaitanya Bhagavad, we find a nice statement of Vrindabhandastakwad, the author. He says, Sveta dvip nam nabo dvip gram. He's not talking, however. Imagine now this square and then this whirl of the lotus in the center. So Sveta dvip is... Is, is, is the square. But the square is also inside the circle. Hmm? Right? Because the circle's inside the square. <laughs> so here's a square. You've got the whirl of the lotus inside. Hmm? It's also in Svetadweep. And then there's a Svetadweep that is outside of the whirl of the lotus, where there's some measure of Aishvarya, hmm, comparatively, or there's Svakiya, and so on and so forth. Hmm? He's talking about, as not as Brahma Samhita describes in its fifth verse, as per Jiva Goswami's commentary, that region inside the lotus that is called Svetadweep, that is the abode of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Have you ever seen the graphic that Prabhupada um, um, came up with and commissioned for his Bhagavatam cover? Hmm? Of his uh, his original texts, and uh, his uh, in India, he, he, and that which was then followed by his um, 
uh, students in, in, in the Bhaktivedanta Book Trust, they re- redid it for the first canto. You see, in the, in the, on the cover of the book, you'll see a lotus petals, and in the center is Radha and Krishna, and surrounding that are all these Vaikuntha planets, like floating in, in, in Brahman, right? And so, but if you look closely at that lotus center, there's Radha and Krishna, and you look a little bit behind them, you see there's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu doing, doing Sankirtan, right? So the lotus within the lotus is the idea. Hmm? Our goal is to enter there. Hmm? And again, what's happening there is before Mahaprabhu takes sannyas. But that is not to dismiss his sannyas, because without that, we wouldn't know about all these things, right? Hmm? I mentioned the other day that um, one of my students had been challenged by a Christian who said that our God is the supreme expression of divinity because um, he uh, made the greatest sacrifice. He's speaking about Jesus of Nazareth being crucified. This is their idea, right? Biggest sacrifice, and you're, you know, I don't even want to talk about your God. He's like, you know, a womanizer, an enjoyer, a fop. And so I replied, I said, well, you know, that's a nice thought that you have there. I mean, sacrificing is very endearing. Pujapatshitamarsh said that in his youth he was not that attracted to Krishna, but he liked, he liked Ram. Ram made sacrifice. He was very dharmic. And he, whatever was required to uh, live up to the Dharma, whatever it cost, you know, he, he didn't want. His father had made a vow, and um, as it turned out, for that vow to remain intact, he, on the day that he was to be coronated, to, with the to the joy of everyone in Ayodhya, would be exiled. Hmm? Nobody wanted that, hmm? and but. He said, no, my father said it, so, I mean, so this kind of thing. Really noble. Puchapachitama says he was attracted to that. Hmm? But then when he came in touch with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? and if you look, of course, at Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, what will, what will you see? Well, you have to look very closely, then you'll see Krishna. Keep looking. Look closer. Then what will you see? Hmm? You'll see Radha. Hmm? The sacrificing. Hmm. She's, the, she's the sacrificer. He's the, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was the sacrificer. What was his sacrifice? Well, he didn't die on the cross. So, I mean, that's, you know, how can you... And I don't mean, I'm not doing mean to diminish to Jesus. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't want to do that myself. Um, but um, Mahaprabhu said, Oh, if I could get Prem just by killing myself... I'd kill myself a thousand times. Physical death is nothing. Ego death is another thing. And to convert the enjoying ego into a serving ego. Everybody wants freedom, and we are marketing slavery. No one wants taxation without representation. But that's what we're promoting. Shudra Mars was asked, you know, you always have a thing, giving, serving. At what point do we get to take a little bit? He said, never. No, no. You keep giving, keep giving, keep putting your money in, 
eventually they'll be sending money back to you. You've got dividends. You've got dividends. You don't have to worry about that. It'll come automatically. Try it. <laughs> so this is, this, is, this is the idea. Invest in the bank of service. Invest in the bank of service. That is, uh, giving is, is the receiving. This, this is a simple adage that everybody uh, appreciates, and it's the sum and substance of uh, Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? Giving is the receiving. Play that out, and then you end up in Goloka Vrindavan. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm, said, I would have killed myself a thousand times if it's that simple to get Prahim. Hmm? No, very costly. Hmm? Very costly. And to have Prem, to have associates like Vishnu Priya, Sachi Devi, hmm, in particular, who couldn't go with him when he took sannyas. Lochandas Thakur's telling of the night of Mahaprabhu's sannyas in his Chaitanya Mangal, a very touching, very poetic uh, text, very touching. As Mahaprabhu tells Vishnu Priya, in this Leela, hmm, see who I am, see who you are. Uh, this Leela, we are, we have come only to weep hmm, for the conditioned souls. Hmm. So with with this, then she stepped back, and he could take sannyas. For us, is the point hmm, at the cost of their association. You could say, well, all you know, some of those men and some of their wives also would come to Puri. See him, but now he was a sannyasi. Hmm? He was Sri Krishna Chaitanya, not Nimai Pandit, hmm? not Vishwambar. Hmm? He was not. He was not Sachinandan. He was, but they could not get close, as close. He was. He was wearing a different color than everybody else, right? And then he had to be, and he followed the dharma, the etiquette of the sannyas, very, very strictly. Hmm? It was frightening to them. That's why Nityananda Prabhu broke his danda on the way down. Well, we have to come to that in other nights if we get that far. Hmm? This is this is very objectionable to the to the people of Navadweep, to their feelings, but. For us, this all this surup shakti hmm, acquiesced. They have fought their existing the, all these devotees for the pleasure of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to serve him in his leela, and this is part of his leela. And it's twofold, as we said. He is going to chase after us, and he's going to chase after in the context that he's going to chase after Radha Bhav and teach us by his example, how that can be attained. He's going to make devotees for Radha. That's what he said, right? I'll become a sadhu uh, and try to reciprocate for your sadhuness, for your saintliness. I have to become a sadhu to do that. And most sadhus are devotees of me. I'll make devotees of you. This is his plan. And so let me cite a verse We'll discuss it from Srimad Bhagavatam hmm, that says as much. I mean, after all, we should seek some scriptural support for whatever 
points we raise. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is uh, is who we say is. Well, we refer to the to the to 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 the to, to revelation. Is there any support for that? And our Gaudiya um, acharyas have found a wealth of support by the driven by their bhava. You see, I mean, you don't really need the support. If you would just witness Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, you could throw out whatever. If they said he wasn't God, they could throw out the book. Hmm? But they were able, the Goswamis, to, to show from the text, to find him, to locate him in the sacred text. What what is what is he? He was like a great waterfall of ecstasy that you, like Niagara Falls, you have to stand back from and just watch. And they turned that <coughs> ecstasy into a lake. That we could approach and drink from and bathe in and so forth in the form of their literature, hmm? and they they located him within the sacred text within Revelation, and they had they dig very deep because it's a very secret realm that he's coming from, Dweep, the private island of God, somewhere out there in the milk ocean. Hmm? Not everybody can get in. What does Brahma Samhita say? Bhajeshveta dvipam tamaham golokam itiyam. Known by a very few select, rare, rare souls. Such a place. Hmm? This the nana shastra vichara naikanipano saddharma samstapako lokano vitakarano. Tribhubhane manyo sharanyakaro. The Goswamis are described by Srinivasacharya today took from all these sacred texts hmm, out of compassion, of lokanam hitakarano, out of compassion for the people of the world. Hmm, hmm, and focused, just as Narad told Vyas, go into a trance and rewrite this Bhagavat Purana and then we'll call it the Srimad Bhagavatam. Hmm, the Bhagavat, God, is seen through the eyes of Sri. The beautiful God. Isn't Krishna beautiful? Yeah. But it said, when he's standing next to Radha, then he's really beautiful. That's that's the that's the there he really shines. What is the moon without its its shine? Something like that. This is very extraordinary. I mean we, we, we spoke last night about the principle of uh, avatar tattva, a theological cornerstone of Hinduism. It has its philosophical cornerstones of reincarnation and karma. They're, they're wedded together, right? You can't have reincarnation without karma. You don't have karma, you don't have reincarnation, and that's good. Um, but what do you get? You get God. Uh, and there is no religion in the world that has any idea about how God could come to the earth. I mean, in Christianity, we're the closest thing that Jesus comes. I mean, I guess he's God. He's God and he's not God, right? He's God and he's the Son of God. Hmm? So the Son of God comes and so forth, and, 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 and it's a beautiful narrative. Um, but in Hinduism, we have this concept, avatar tattva, and it's very detailed, and it, 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 it comes... And there's some different kinds of avatars, as I say. Uh, for example, on the lower end, if you will, the the, the vibhuti, uh, uh, vibhuti yoga of Bhagavad Gita, tenth chapter, hmm, 
in California, I am the redwoods, among trees, I am the redwoods. Hmm? Right? You can extend that. The principle that's being described there is there are powerful manifestations of nature that coming upon them can give you pause and dislocate you from your egocentric perspective that everything's orbiting around me without even consciously thinking that, but moving in that way. Suddenly, if you walk in the redwood forest, for example, you realize, "Eh, everything's not moving around me. (laughs) These trees are big. Hmm? Now, they become the subject here, right? You get displaced. You can, from our ashram there in Algarve, you can drive out to the coast about 10 miles and suddenly... There's the ocean and the cliffs going down, and it's just, uh, well, it's ocean. It's just, it's stunning. So these, pow- as such, these powerful manifestations of nature, Krishna says, that, that's me. That's me doing that. Hmm? These, these powerful features of nature, they're displacing you. Hmm? Now some people say, yeah, I, I know what they're talking about, those religious people. I, I've been on a mountaintop and had a little feeling like that too. Hmm? We're talking about a little more. That's the low end. <laughs> That's just the beginning. Hmm? If that doesn't like jolt you, hmm? I mean, it should enough, and then follow up on that. Maybe I'm not the center. Hmm? Follow up on that. So, of course, that's the low end. And then we have so many forms of avatar or descent. People say, well, you know, why should I believe in God? I've never seen him. Has anybody ever seen them? Well, yeah, as a matter of fact. Have you seen the redwoods? So what is your conception of God, first of all? What are you looking for, right? So, And who can tell you? In some traditions, they say he doesn't have a face. Doesn't sound too good. I mean, what, what do we know about God? Hmm? I mean, we know from some religious traditions about uh, he's the cause that what is, what does he say the cause that be a, the co- uncaused cause hmm? this is ideas about god that are good but they're mostly in relation to the our world hmm? what about his world like if we compare god to the sun which is sometimes done um at least within Hinduism, because, you know, where would we be without the sun? What if it didn't rise tomorrow? That didn't make the newspapers, but, you know, if there wasn't any light, you couldn't read them. I mean, who reads the newspapers these days? But, <laughs> but <laughs> so, so it, it, it rises, and it, it, we're so dependent upon it. I mean, we, don't, we don't think about it, because we live in an industrial society, and, and, the, and the sun is clouded by our imagination of, of you know of, uh, of and and a sense of uh, what do you call it uh, grandeur you know that uh, grandiosity <laughs> uh, ourselves again being 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 the center hmm? yeah. the nice poem from the Bhagavatam Ayurharati Vaipum Sam Ujanastan Chayanaso with the rising and the setting of the sun Ayurharati. Everyone's life is being taken away. Sages wrote it like, Ayurharati. They just looked at the sun and they figured everything out. Hmm. Hmm. They just sat and watched without 
CNN or any of the alternative medias. <laughs> like some guy sitting in a car with his phone, you know. He's a source of all good information now because he's not mainstream media. It's a problem today, but... <laughs> uh, so, uh, they just looked at nature. They looked in a penetrating way. They concluded, yes, with the rising and setting of the sun, my life is taken away. And then, Ayurhati Vaibhum San Ujana Stanjana So Uttama, what is it? Uttama Sloka Bharti. But, except, Tasyarte Yachano Nitya Uttama Sloka Bharti. Except for those who are singing about Uttama Sloka. He who is ineffable, beyond words, that we try to speak about him in in the most superlative poetry, hmm? uh, we cannot do justice to it, but that will end the cycle of birth and death. Hmm? So, uh, what is the point? <laughs> Such a nice idea. Hmm. dependent on nature. Then we are, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> no, that was. Yeah. We passed that. Yes. So God is sometimes compared to the sun. We're dependent upon the sun in so many respects, but. If we if we regard the sun, Surya Namaskar, think oh, I'm dependent upon it. On, so yes, it is, it is dependent on nature. We revere uh, and so forth. This is all looking at the sun as a manifestation, let's say, of God, recognizing our dependence. But it's all about what the sun does for us. Hmm? Nobody thinks. What's going on inside the sun? All those explosions in there. Nuclear explosions. I like to go there. Hmm? That's a Gaudiya Vaishnava idea. What, what's going on inside God? What, what kind of emotional life does God have? Hmm? I was once selling Prabhupada's books in an airport in Denver. I handed this fellow the Bhagavatam and he said, I don't need your book. I said, well, okay. He said, don't you want to know why? I said, yeah. He said, because in my tradition, we know about the, 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 the social life of God. I thought, well, that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, if you know that, what's my book going to tell you if you know about the social life of God? And so I said, I knew what he was talking about, but I said, so what, what do you mean by that? What's the social life of God? He said, God had a son. Hmm? God sent his son. Hmm? Yeah. And I said, well, you need this book. He said, what do you want? I said, because he's got a brother, too. <laughs> he's got a few lovers. he got a mother and a father. He's got a social life of God here. And he took the book. How could he not, right? He, had, he sold it to, him, to himself by his, by his reply. <laughs> the social life of God. What's going on? The trans-psychological, emotional life of, of the God at Bhakti Rasa. Hmm. Where's Bhakti Rasa tonight? Oh, there she is. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, this is our uh, uh, our uh, concern. 
And um, so we turn anyway now to the verse of Bhagavatam that uh, speaks about this. Um, we, again, um, have some evidence. This is a beautiful thing I was saying about Gaudiya Vaishnavism, that it's all about what God is like. Hmm? Not what God is doing for us. That's part of it. That's, yeah, yeah, okay. But it's all about that side. So they're just so, whether it's true or not, well, you can, anybody can make their, you know, determination. Uh, but no one else is saying anything about them, comparatively. <laughs> and the people that are saying it, well, they, their character is pretty compelling, right? Is there any information? Does he have a face? Does he have a social life? Hmm. Well, this is this is this is what we specialize in. This is our contribution. You can take it for better or worse or whatever. Everybody has their contribution to the to the theological you know discussion. This is this is ours. This is our our specialty. Hmm. And he comes to this world in in any number of ways, beginning with the like I say, the ocean, the redwoods, the whales, whatever, hmm? and so many types of avatars. When we come to this section of the Bhagavatam here, Karbajana Muni is speaking about the Yuga avatars. Hmm? The concept of yugas and yuga avatars. The concept of yugas is a is a is a pretty big subject in the Puranas and their whole lot of different ways in which they're talked about and so forth. It's about, a, we could say, like a quality of time. Um, and uh, so here, uh, again, the Bhagavatam is, is a, this is just one of its nine subjects, Avatar Tattva. It's such a big, big topic hmm? in Hinduism, I say, but in Bhagavatam, it's all like condensed in there, all kinds of different avatars, the whole thing. And the Goswamis, as I said, the other night, are drawing from that and with their their, their texts like Loga Bhagavatamrita and so forth. So, here's the Yuga avatars, right? Hmm? Who comes in a different Yuga to, to teach the, 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 the spiritual practice that will be most efficacious in the, that quality of that, that, that time. Hmm? And so, the, the, the Muni goes through this uh, Satya Yuga, Treta Yuga, Dwapra Yuga, and then he says, Nana Tantra Vidhanena Kalo Kalovapi Tatashrinu. He says, So listen now. Tatashrinu, listen carefully. He said, In Kali Yuga, Nana Tantravidhanena, the God is worshipped most by drawing on the Tantra. Tantra means those texts, in one sense, that emphasize the Shakti, the Pancharatrika test, the, the Samhitas. Let's say, what is that Samhita? Sanat Kumar Samhita. There you find all about Manjari Bhav. Gotami hmm? hmm. Tantra, Nard Pancharatna, all these yantras, uh, mystical uh, diagrams, ma- all the mantras, procedures of worship and so forth. Hmm? Mostly you'll be drawn from there. That's all he says. And then he says, um, what is the verse? He says, 
Krishnabarnam Tisakrishnam Sangopangastra Parshadam Yagnaya Sankirtana Prayer Yajantihi Sumerasaha. And then he says, Jayam Sada Paribhavdam Abhishtadoham Tirtaspadam Shibhavanichnutam Sharanyam Pritartiham Pranatapalaplavadipotam Bandi Mahapurushati Charanadavindam. Then he comes to the verse I want to discuss. Three verses. And until Jiva Goswami commented on them, nobody knew what they meant, or only knew what partly what they meant. And if you hear their explanations of previous charges in different sampradayas, which preceded the, the Gaudiya Sampradaya and so forth, who were commenting on the Bhagavatam, if you see their explanations in comparison to Jiva Goswami, you say, man, they really missed the point. <laughs> how could, of course, how could they identify Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? Because he hadn't appeared. So you can't blame them. So obviously, you'd think, well, now it's time to talk about the Kali Yuga avatar. But the scriptures say, yeah, one of the names of Vishnu is Tri Yuga. Your thought is, well, he only comes in Tri Yugas. He doesn't come in the Kali Yuga. When he does come in the Kali Yuga, we've already understood, it's a secret. He's doing it in a... He's disguising himself as a devotee. He has an inner mission. Hmm? He's going to establish the Yuga Dharma of Namkirtan, but he has another mission also, pursuing the Bhava Vrata. Hmm? Hmm. So, it's time after his appearance for this to all come out. And so, the Goswamis are there bringing it out. I mean, how will you understand this verse otherwise? I mean, there there are other commentaries, but they don't understand it. When I cite it, Krishna Varnam Tisa Krishna. He's always uttering the name of Krishna. Krishna Varnam Tisa Krishna. He's Tisa Krishna. He's not Krishna, not black. He's golden. Krishna Varnam Tisa Krishna. Sangopangastra Parshna. He comes with his associates, like Advaita, Nityananda, his Angas, and Amsas. Yagnai Sankirtana prayer. He will be worshipped by Sankirtan. Yagnai Sankirtana prayer. Yajanti Hisumedasa, by people who are, have very fine theistic uh, intelligence, enough bhakti sukriti to be captivated by this. I, I mean, it's, it's, we won't go into it at length, but it's, when you hear the explanation of Jiva Goswami, he says, well, yeah, that's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and they're talking about the Kali Yuga, and I mean, it just fits right perfectly. Next verse he says, and he comes, and he, he's very merciful, and, and Brahma Haridas comes, and uh, and uh, Mahavishnu is a dvaita. It's all packed into that verse. Then we come to tonight's verse, right? And this is about his, um, as you can imagine, about his sannyas. And uh, the Bhagavatam says, Chakva sudus chadusu rep sitaraj lakshmim dharmishtarya vachasa yaragad aranyam Mayamrigam daite ipsitaman badhabad bande mahapurushate charanaravindam. Jiva Goswami says, This verse about Krishna. Vishnu Chakri Thakur says, This verse about Ramchandra. Hmm. Well, wait a minute. I thought it was about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Yeah, well, well, of course. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Ram. He is Krishna. <laughs> Remember that Sadbuj we talked about? Six armed. Form, hmm? yes, he is Krishna, he is Ram. 
you get these guys when I was young, Meher Baba, I am Ram, I am Krishna, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, prove it. <laughs> Show us the six arms, you know. <laughs> no, not like that. <clears throat> He's thinking, he showed, he showed the, 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 the dharmic side of Ram. We, we just touched on this a little bit earlier, how dedicated he was to dharma. So in terms of the sannyas dharma, it was just big uh, yatis, renunciates in his company. They were just like nervous about the, the extent to which he was uh, observing the, the etiquette and the vows of, of sannyas at a, at a young age. Hmm? And of course, Krishna, he, 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 he can't stop talking about Krishna. His name, just the name of Krishna, he falls into ecstasy and so forth. He's full of prem for Krishna. He's Krishna prema pradayate. He's giving, his, this is his leela, hmm, to give out prem. We know that he's, he's, a, he's an avatar. They figured that. What avatar? He, can't, he must be the avatari because Varaha is not giving Krishna prem. Hmm? Kurma is not giving Krishna prem. They have another purpose. Hmm? They don't have it. Who's giving it must have it. So let's discuss the verse here. Here, first, we find Krishna. Verse says, "Chaktvasudus chajasurepsita rajlakshmim." Chaktva means to give up. That chajusita means which which is difficult. Chaktvas. What was difficult for Krishna to give up? Well, Krishna was born in Mathura. Sometimes Mathura is, it is it's thought to be the abode of the Raj Lakshmi, Rukmini's place. It's a very opulent place. Compared to that uh, kind of out in the boondocks place, Vrindavan, the cow people. Hmm? Um, he, Krishna, was born in Mathura, verse says, into a royal Chatriya family, hmm? and in in the capital city, very prestigious. But because of the great and very uh, religious Aryan father Vasudev. Hmm? And his wish, Pachasa, his word, that please hide yourself. You're the eighth son of my wife, and Kamsa's going to come after you. Hide yourself, and and here, I'll take you. And what did he do? Aranyam. Chakvasudus chadusarepsa rajlakshmi dharmishta arya. Dharmishta arya means the dharmic father spoke. Dharmishta arya vachasa and said, Aranyam. Aranyam means forest. Go to the forest. I'll take you there, right? He crossed the river. He took him to, I mean, this is it's just like, from what's going on in Mathura, you think, of course, Mathura was the capital. Later, Dwarka became more opulent than Mathura, but that was Krishna's arrangement. And he took everybody practically from Mathura. But Mathura, like, what's going on in Vrindavan? Like, that's like, just not on the map. You're, you're in the Big Apple. You know, there, you know. <laughs> so, 
So, so, and then what? Maya means Maya. It means, uh, you know, the, the, the power to, you know, bewilder. And um, uh, it means false. And Rigam, one of the meanings is animal. Hmm? He went to the forest. His father took him there. And he became... Like a toy animal. What? Mayamrigam daita ipsitam anbadhabad. Daita ipsitam. Ipsitam. In pursuing his desire, appropriately, to be a coward boy uh, and wander around, Mayamrigam daita ipsitam anbadhabad. Anbadhabad means like running here and there. Hmm? He, if you're going to herd cows, you're going to have to run here and there. Hmm? And his friends are, you know, he's putting himself forward. I'm the, I'm the best of the cow herds and got my rope for cow. And then his boys are saying, hey, Krishna, hey, Yadava, hey, Sakati. Who do you think you are? You're tied by the rope of Radha. You're a teddy bear only. You're like her, her, her teddy bear. Hmm? You're out here like a big cow herd boy. But what about that? They they can say things like that to him. That's what it means. He became like a doll in the hands of Radha. Such is his life. Vande Mahapurusha Techaranadavindam. This is God. We bear our obeisances to his lotus feet. So the verse speaks about Krishna and it speaks about Ram, Ram Chandra. Hmm? Uh, same thing. But Ram in the kingdom of Ayodhya, that was the place of uh, where Lakshmi, Raj Lakshmi, must be present. It's so opulent, right? Hmm? Overtly so. Hmm? Ayodhya. And he was said to become the king, but on the strength of the words of his Dharmic father, hmm? who had made a promise to his wife, you know, the story, uh, well, uh, Ram was to be exiled. Hmm? So, he went to the forest. And Mayamrigam, he chased after the magic deer, if you know the Ramayana. Hmm? That, uh, what is his name? Marichi appeared as a deer and tried to lead Ram away so that Robin could come and capture Sita. Hmm? Of course, it was a Maya Sita. That's another thing. But so, in the forest, then he chased after the deer, Mayamrigam, and 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 then subsequently, But he went everywhere looking for to fill his Ipsita, his desire, and find and uh, rescue Sita. So the verse is about Krishna. The verse is about Ram. And the verse is about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is Ram and Krishna and more. Chaktvasudus, we go through it again. Chaktvasudus, judges the rate to the Raj Lakshmi. Here, he gave up the Raj Lakshmi. That means Vishnu Priya. I mentioned her. Hmm? And she said, Yes, we, if, as you say, hmm, we are to weep for the conditioned souls in this, this Leela. Hmm? 
and you you can imagine that the scene of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu walking out just uh, bef- just before the sunrise, and Sachi is sitting in the doorway, knowing he's going to go, like a statue. Hmm? And then and then and and of course, and even Sachi was able to go and meet Chaitanya Mahaprabhu at least once at at Vaita Bhavan at, at in Saptagram hmm? before he went to Puri, and on, of course by her arrangement that's where he went. But Vishnu Priya could not go. Hmm? She's Raj Lakshmi. Hmm? He gave up Raj Lakshmi for you. <laughs> what pain he endured hmm? to to give up the prem, 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 uh, 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 lila madurya, prema madurya, the, the prem of his devotees, to separate from that. Hmm. On the strength of a curse of a Brahmin, hmm, an Aryan Brahmin, in the Gila it's mentioned that one Brahmin wanted to enter into the Kirtan at Shiva Sangam, and he thought that he was very pure and therefore he should be allowed. This was before Chaitanya Mahaprabhu took the Kirtan out. Hmm. He was having internal Kirtan with his associates. And one gentleman, a Brahmin, said, you know, I live a very pure life. I sustain myself only by drinking milk. I should be allowed to enter the kirtan. Mahaprabhu laughed at him. He said, you think just by drinking milk you can get into my rasa kirtan? And so he said, who is this guy I think he is? And he broke his Brahmin thread on the bank of the Ganges and cursed him. You'll never have a, fap, a happy family life. You, you're. And Mahaprabhu took it. He said, okay, well, take note of that. The Brahmin's curse has to be uh, upheld. Hmm? That was the Vachasad, the, the, the words of the Brahman caused him to Aranyam, go to the forest. That means he took sannyas. Mayamrigam, Daita Ipsidamon Vadabad. Mayamrigam, here it means now in this case, and those who were in Maya, hmm, bewildered by Maya. Mayamrigam daita, out of daita, out of compassion for them. Daita, Mayamrigam daita ipsitam anvadhavad. Both things about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's descent are found here. Mayamrigam daita ipsitam anvadhavad. Anvadhavad means he went here and there. He wandered on foot all out throughout the subcontinent of, of, of India to deliver people in his Madhya Leela as a sannyasi, in his Acharya Leela, out of compassion for them. Hmm? And he told the inhabitants of Navarri, you have to go with me on this. Weep for them with me. Mayamrigam daita ipsitam. Daita ipsitam means... He was also he pursued his own inner desire hmm, through his sannyas, which is to chase after the bhav of Radha, hmm, and and show us how to how, how to do that ourselves and enter into the kirtan of Sangam and enter into Vrindavan. Hmm. So here we find in this in Vande Mahapurusha, Charate Charanada Vrindam Bhagavatam says our obeisances to his his feet to his to his to his sannyas. This is of course the center 
uh, focus of Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is of all the biographies, the culmination, because Krishna's Kabirash had at his disposal the writings of others and so forth and so on, and he had the direct association of Raghunath Das Goswami, um, who was his guru, who had had the tutelage of uh, Sarup Damodar in Jagannath Puri, and he tells us, and it's obvious if we look at the book, that the center of the book, what the book is about, what its focus is on, is this Madhya the sainthood of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the sadhuness of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? by which, following the example of what? You can enter into the Navadvip Leela, hmm? as we said, which is our, our goal. So it's very important, his sannyas for us, and it was a two, it was his promise he made to the gopis as we heard the other night. Hmm? I'll try to fulfill once in a day of Brahma. Every once every day of Brahma I'll come and do this. Sriman Mahaprabhu ki jai. Sriman Mahaprabhu Charja Lila ki jai. Old Premanandi. Any question? Guru Maharaj. Uh, you mentioned the Sanat Kumar Samhita and how it and also there's the Radhi Jai you know that there. Mm-hmm. And it may start. It mentions Sanat Kumar at the end of that also. But yeah, I heard you say that Sanat Kumar is in Shanta right? I was just kinda of curious as to <laughs> yeah. how that comes about. You asked me that once before. I did ask you that once, and I don't remember what the answer was. <laughs> we were. We were I, I even asked Ashram Maharaj this because he was talking about something like that. Sanat Kumar is, of course, the, the leader of the four Kumars, four sons of Brahman, of Brahma, and um, this, in the third candle of the Bhagavatam, they, in 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 Brahman realization, they 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 come to the gates of Vaikuntha. And of course, they're not allowed to come in. Jai Vijay would not uh, allow them to come in, and they cursed the gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. At that time, um, by the grace of Narayan, who came on the scene, they attained Shantarasa, which is much greater uh, attainment than Brahman realization. Mm-hmm. They attained Shantarasa. They could not attain Dasyarasa, which they. You would think they would have, because they were associated with the gatekeepers who were in Dasyarasa, but they actually offended them. Hmm? Ostensibly, the gatekeepers offended them, but the gatekeepers cannot make any offense in Vaikuntha. Hmm? Nonetheless, Narayan said, well, my gatekeepers have offended you. He said, actually, I have offended you. When the Kumaras heard that, they realized, oh, where are we? These gatekeepers are one with Narayan. What they do is what he does. And they realized, oh, we've made a mistake here, but it was too late. So they attained only Shantarasa. Hmm. But later in Bhagavatam, we find the Kumaras are educated in Bhagavatattva from Mahasankarshan. Hmm. Uh, it's another speaking of the Bhagavatam. Hmm. And uh, so there they had... Shantaras is the only rasa, the only stai, the only dominant self-defining spiritual emotion that one can move on from, so to speak, by association. Hmm? 
and realize a higher potential, possibility, destiny, as may be the case. Dasya, Sakya, so forth. If you have Sakyaras, you're not you're not going anywhere from there. You have Dasyaras, Madhviras, Mapatsalyaras, but Shantarat, therefore it's it's not we accept that as a rasa, but it's 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 not uh, um, of interest to us. So, given the fact that they are in Shantaras by association, that can change. They heard the Bhagavatam from uh, Mahasankarshan, and we find that they started their own sampradaya. They heard the Bhagavatam, hmm? and then they started the Bhagavat sampradaya. That's called the Kumara sampradaya in modern times, if you will, or in, in historical times. That's called the Nimbarka sampradaya. Hmm? The Nimbarka Sampradaya is a Ragmarg Sampradaya. And the ideal of the of the Nimbarka Sampradaya in terms of attainment is Sakibhav, Gopibhav. So it would stand to reason that the Kumaras attained Gopibhav. <laughs> That's what their Sampradaya is all, all about. So in Rupa Goswami's song, which you mentioned, Radhe Jai Jai Madhava Gokul Tarani Mandala Mahite. At the end he says, Sanatan Sanat Sanatan Banita Charite. There's two reasons, there's a couple of reasons we can say that he mentions them there. One thing is that the poem is, is about uh, Radha, and it's very uh, poetic. Uh, uh, well, poems are poetic, but I mean it's deeply poetic and. Um, and uh, Intimate, if you will, and uh, I mean it's, it's Radhe Jai Jai Madhava Gokul Tarani Mandalam. Amongst the Gokul Tarani, the young girls of Gokul, I'm singling out. We're going to single out Radha and talk about her. So it's a song about a girl, ostensibly. But in the end, he says, "Don't think this is a song about an ordinary girl." Have you heard of the Kumaras? Yes. And what, what sages they are? Hmm? Yes, they're very sober people. Well, they're singing about her. Hmm? So now think again. Hmm? So he wants to place them there to like underscore. We just made a song here about a girl, hmm? so that it might not be misunderstood. Let's remind everybody hmm, that the, these sober sages are singing like this, always, always glorifying her. Bonita charite. Hmm? Always singing about her, 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 her glories. That's uh, one one reason. And then another reason there is that um, we yes, the Sanat Kumar Samhita is a is a is a is a portion of the uh, Shiva Purana. Hmm. Interesting place to find such information. But that's just again how comprehensive were the Goswamis in their uh, bringing things out from different texts and so forth. So. Um, and, and the leader amongst them in this regard, the, the, of, the, the, of the Goswamis, is Sanatana Goswami. Sanatana Goswami, his main contribution was this, the, 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 the Brihat Bhagavatamrita, which is essentially what the Bhagavatam is about, which is, in two candles, the highest form of worship and the place that corresponds with it. Golok Mahatmya, the second part, Gopakumar's story, and so forth. And um, 
Sanatana Goswami, uh, and he wrote the seminal commentary for Gaudi Vaishnavism on the Bhagavatam, the uh, Brihad Vaishnav Toshini. His Brihad Bhagavatam is the first book of Arsampradaya, and then his, he's the first commentator from the Gaudiya point of view on the Bhagavatam. He, he would, is said to have kept himself, even when he was uh, employed in the Muslim government, in, in all of his off time, studying the Bhagavatam, surrounding himself with pundits, discussing the Bhagavatam and so forth, missing work some days, and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I believe it's Kabi Karnapur and others have said that it's not Goswami, it's not Kumar is partially present in Sanat and Goswami in some some respect. So there's a connection between Sanat Kumar and Sanat uh, and Goswami. We can say Sanat and Goswami wrote the Sanat. Kumar Samhita, <laughs> and so Manjari Bhav ended up coming in, in, in you know, um, not in not in historical time, but uh, when the Samhita was uh, conceived. So um, this is a, why they're there. Hmm? I mean, that was more comprehensive than the first answer. I remember the first answer. <laughs> no, and your memory's not good. That's the problem. That's the problem. Don't blame me. It's the problem. I remember how I answered. <laughs> okay, nice. To, yes, another question. So, you've given us this eight months of ideal and Navadweep and the Prakat Lila, and I'm wondering why we don't worship Vishnu Priya with Mahaprabhu. Since we are worshiping him as a grihastha, well, uh, we can, and and Chaitanya Mahap and Bhakti Vinod established the worship of Vishnu Priya and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Navadweep. Yeah, but we emphasized the fact that Ch- Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, pursuing the bhava of Radha. So we worship Radha's presence in him, and his pursuit, you know, of, of her bhav over his. Relationship with uh, with Vishnu Priya as a way of entering there, hmm? Hmm? right? When 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 you get there, Vishnu Priya will be there. Lakshmi Priya will be there too. Hmm? Yeah. Um, you spoke about um, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ and and Mahaprabhu, hmm. but I'm wondering why wouldn't Krishna um, live in Vrindavan? Would not be Consider also a sacrifice. Yeah, why not? Yeah, but still, um, uh, Krishna overtly is is the enjoyer, and um, he is the perfect object of love. Radha is the embodiment of perfect love. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna in Radha Bhav, so he is taking her. Position of trying to step into her shoes and see himself from that vantage point. So yeah, Krishna is great, <laughs> no doubt about it. But if you look, despite the fact of the point that you raise, it doesn't change the position of Radha and make Krishna more more the sacrificer than Radha, because Radha gave her life to Krishna and nobody else. 
But Krishna's going to take care of Devaki and Vasudeva, and he's got to go to take care of the Dharma. He's got a lot of other things to do. Hmm? That's why he told the gopis before he left, my life's complicated. You, 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 I, I cannot pay, repay you because I've got a, so many other devotees I've got to deal with, and you've, you're just entirely focused on me, and, and so I'm indebted to you. So it doesn't, his, yeah, he's great. I mean, he's the stomach of the body, if you will, where if you put the food, it'll be distributed everywhere. So uh, he's the taker, but because he is the taker, hmm, the nature of the taker, if I use, my, use this example of the body, is the stomach, not the tongue or the ears or the fingers, but when it goes to the center, then it mystically is distributed everywhere. Hmm. So the taker also is a giver in that sense. Does that help? Okay. Yes. I was wondering how um, how, how the Kumaras got Gopi Bhav Mahasankarshan. Well, they heard the Bhagavatam. They schooled them in the Bhagavatam. Yes. Um, you were saying that um, Mahaprabhu and Lakshmi in this appearance, they had to weep for the conditioned souls. And I think my word brain was getting the better of me. Because I can think that that can mean two different things, and I'm wondering if it means both or something different. Um, it can mean that they have to cry for with weep for uh, out of compassion or it could mean they're weeping in their pastimes out of separation from all their associates it means for the compassion that's what, and that's what the verse in the Bhagavatam we cited is explaining daita out of compassion for the people bewildered by maya hmm? So he told her that that's an aspect of his dispensation, right? That side. All right. Sriman Mahaprabhu ki jai. Gaur Bhakta Brinda ki jai. Gaur Premanande. Thank you.